Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Everybody and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the podcast where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it because they have red hair or whatever. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. And we have a super extra special episode for you today. We yeah. have a bunch of our old comedy friends uh, and they're going to read some sketches with us. Yeah, particularly bad sketches that we wrote a long time ago. Yes, we had so much fun last week reading and revisiting Creepy Gingers 2, the worst sketch we've ever performed together, yeah. uh, that we dug up some other terrible sketches and invited our friends. So let's, uh, let's intro them and we can talk about how we know them or whatever. You sure. know what? They're perfectly capable of speaking for themselves. Please welcome Bree Zender, Sean Kirkpatrick, and Trevor Cummings. Hi. Hello. What yeah. up? <laughs> as soon as I introduced all three of you at once, I was like, they're all going to say hi exactly at the same time. <laughs> Great, great yeah. hosting skills, Jacob. Sean, you go first. Uh, hi, I'm Sean. Uh, what did you want me to say other than my name? I don't know, Sean. You and I met in 2014 when I uh, found an improv class to take at the University of Montana, and we've created a lot of content together since. Correct. Um, I got to uh, try to execute you and your uh, Gingers on Ice pilot, which was yes. pretty fun. Yeah, and the person who filmed that pilot uh, was Trevor Cummings. Your turn. Hello, Trevor. that's me. Uh, Jacob and I met in a basement in a dorm at University of Montana where I was doing homework and he had an improv team for a short time at that practice there. Uh, I don't remember too much more after that. Three years pass, we get assigned as a team to work on a project in, what was that, senior year? Of senior year, 2016. Senior year, 2016, 2016, 2016? Yeah. fall 2016. And uh, we're all old, you guys. <laughs> we're, yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, it's been since 2016 that we like actually started hanging out. And weirdly... I should have met Sean through you, but we actually became friends separately from you. And then I found out you two were close friends. So yeah, and uh, now Bree, Bree, uh, Bree met uh, me and Alex at the comedy theater that Alex and I also met, called the Stensrud, and Sean performed there as well. And a lot of the sketches today are from that era. And Bree and I were also roommates for a time. How are you, Bree? You sure were. I'm good. How are you, Jacob? I'm great. I'm very happy to have all of you here, and oh, I love too. I love my friends. It, does anybody else here find it super annoying that Jacob remembers the dates of everything? Yeah, what? <laughs> I don't remember the dates of Jack shit, and Jacob's like, "Oh, we met in 2013 at uh, Tuesday on April 15th." I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't know that date at all. I, I do remember have like, a nap. the weather, but that's like it. Like I remember that it was just that giant snowstorm. Oh, yeah. Yes. We all met each other, except Sean. I knew Sean before this. Correct. We were in a musical together. We were, yes. We were both theater majors. Hell yeah. Um, I do remember that snowstorm. So a little background before we get started here. The Stensrud Playhouse in Missoula, Montana uh, opened in 2014. And through some way or another, Bree, Sean, Alex, and I all found out about it, and we auditioned to be in the Sketch and Improv cast. But that weekend was a record-setting snowstorm. School was canceled, which does not happen very often in Montana when it snows. And so we all spent the weekend together uh, making comedy and then performed at that 
place until like the middle of 2015 or so. Mm-hmm. Now it's a weed shop. Now it's a weed shop. Yeah, it closed. It? What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I... Like a medical weed shop? Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Interesting. Is there any other kind, Brie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sure stories from that era will pop up as we read these sketches. Uh, but yeah, like Alex said, these are sketches that are either good or bad, but there are no great ones, and that's why they're so fun. (laughs) One of my favorite things in the world is something that's so bad it's good. Um, So please join us, won't you? You're already listening. (laughs) Will you? Please. Turn off the podcast, please. (laughs) Keep listening. We beg you. Yeah. I like to think that this is the first podcast somebody's listening to. You know, we just have a set of virgin ears, and they're like, is this what podcasting is? Yes. Yeah. Like so this is the first. Going, this is the first podcast someone has picked up. Yeah, that's yeah. Trevor. This is the first podcast I've ever listened to in their whole life. They're not going to start a fucking serial. Yeah. 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 I'd like to know if someone like listened to like one episode of Radio Lab and then they're like, "I love podcasting. I'm going to try the second one." <laughs> <laughs> they just googled podcasts with white people, and we popped up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, let's jump in here. Uh, we're going to start with a sketch I wrote called When Jacob Met Alex, an origin story. Very topical. Oh. <laughs> so uh, when Alex I didn't and I, read the subtitle. Yeah, an origin story. When Alex oh, and I started boy. Gingers on Ice, we had an intro video that Alex wrote. And this was my attempt to write an intro video for our next show. We did not use it, but it says it was written March 3rd, or sorry, March 22nd. 2016. So four years ago. This is wild. Over um, four years ago now. That's four over four years ago. Years. Yeah. So yeah. Back when I didn't know what the word quarantine meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, I'm excited. So uh, I've cast all these sketches, and Bree helped cast some of her sketches as well. And uh, you'll hear some stage direction. That's just, you know, what's happening. We're taking turns doing that. And, uh, yeah, let's just see what happens. Let's, let's go for it. Trevor, whenever you're ready. When Jacob met Alex, an origin or, or story. That really doesn't flow off the tongue, an Jacob. An origin story. An origin story. I don't, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> oh, no. Interior, Jacob's bedroom, morning. Jacob buttons his shirt. He looks at the calendar. Each day in February has an X on it, leading up to February 14th, Valentine's Day. Jacob grabs a marker and X's out the day. Then he snatches a picture of his ex-girlfriend and X's out that with a marker too. <laughs> he thighs and exits the frame. Title, When Jacob Met Alex, an origin story. Interior, coffee shop, day. Alex orders a coffee. Can I get a non-fat Americano? <laughs> he reaches into his back pocket to get his wallet. It's missing. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't have my... Uh... Jacob picks up a wallet from the ground. Is this it? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Alex pays and exits the scene. I'll get a 16-ounce Earl Grey, please. <laughs> In waiting line. You come here often? You talk to strangers often? I just feel like I know you from somewhere. I don't think so. You uh, want to get a coffee sometime? <laughs> like, like we are right now? 
Is this a meat cute? Yeah. <laughs> Non-fat Americano and 16 ounce Earl Grey. That's great, Bree. Thank you. Alex and Jacob, go grab their drinks. Look, I found your wallet. The least you can do is hang out with me. <laughs> oh. Fine. My girlfriend wants me to make more friends anyway. What? Still true to this day. <laughs> Great. Here's my number. He hands Alex's phone. This is your phone. Ha! Look at me. I'm so flustered. You're fine. I'll put my number in here. Alex types his number in and hands Jacob's phone back. I think this is the beginning of something special. You gonna keep being weird? <laughs> Interior, Jacob's bathroom, night. Jacob washes his face and takes his contacts out. Jacob's bedroom. He crawls into bed. He grabs his phone and scrolls through Instagram. He sends a text to Alex. Interior, party, night. Alex, Sean Kirkpatrick, and Bree Zender talk in the kitchen. And she broke up with you tonight? Yeah, apparently she's been considering it for a while. I'm, I'm having a rough time. <laughs> Alex's phone vibrates. He takes it out of his pocket and reads Jacob's text. Is it her? No, it's this guy I met at a coffee shop. He wants to hang out. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. Pour me another drink. <laughs> <laughs> he hands his cup to Sean. Interior, Jacob's bedroom, night. Jacob looks at his phone expectantly. He never receives a reply from Alex. He throws it across the bed, rolls over, and sighs. <sighs> What's going on? You're going to kick me out? Fade in. Exterior. Party porch. Night. Alex stumbles backward off Bree's porch. Yes, Alex, I'm kicking you out. You vomited in, the, in my foyer, peed in the haunch, and pooped in my ingle nook. <laughs> I know what those words mean. <laughs> Alex turns and walks away. He kicks a few stones off the curb, then reaches for his phone. He begins a new text message to Jacob. Hey, I'm coming over. Interior, Jacob's living room, night. Jacob opens the door. It's Alex. Hi. Hey, come on in. Alex sits down on the couch. Yeah, so this is my place. Shh. Come, come I, I'm starting to remember this script and where it goes. He pats the couch cushion beside his. Jacob sits. Do you, do you want to? Yes. Interior, Jacob's bedroom, night. Kokomo plays. <laughs> a candle is lit. A shirt is unbuttoned. A belt is pulled off. A condom is open. Lubricant is shot out of the bottle. I've never touched my penis before. <laughs> Alex puts his fingers on Jacob's lips. It's okay. I'll do it for you. They both disappear <laughs> under the covers. Outside the bedroom, Dylan, Jacob's roommate, almost knocks on the door, but hears Kokomo mixed with bed squeaking. He turns and walks away. He knows what's going on. Interior, pancake place, morning. A smiley face pancake lands on the table in front of Alex. A smiley face pancake in front of Jacob. They sit across from each other. Alex digs in. So, last night, I had fun. Did you? Oh, I've never laughed so hard at sex in my life. We should make comedy together. <laughs> For serious? For serious. 
Jacob moves to the other side of the booth. They both eat their pancakes. Text, Rip Bean Lonely 2012 to 2016. Fade to black. <laughs> Dude, that was shitty. <laughs> Everybody's dialogue is like kind of horrible, but especially yours, Alex. Like, it's like I wrote for a caricaturized version of you. <laughs> It's not oh, inaccurate. <laughs> it's just like Alex. Well, like, oh, my girlfriend wants me to make more friends. <laughs> yeah, that was the only line. What the fuck? Where did the fuck did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> that was great. Good job, everybody. That was so bad. Uh, so that thankfully did not open a Ginger's on Ice show uh, at some point. <laughs> Um, so this next one was written partially by Sean and Bree. It's called Say Nope to Dope. Do you two want to intro it? Sure. Uh, I'll let Bree go because it was like her, her baby. Yeah, so it says it was written by four people, but I really didn't want to put my name on it in case it wasn't funny. <laughs> ah, that's classic. I put Alex's name on stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. So it's <laughs> kind of like, it's like the Lennon-McCartney type of deal. Where, like, you know, if Paul wrote it, John still gets credit. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, you, uh, like John in this situation? Yeah, which one what? are you? I'm the Ringo. I know that. <laughs> sure. Um, I think I'm Paul. I did play Paul McCartney in one sketch at the center, so. I did play Ringo in that sketch. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> yes. Wait, Jacob, I want to hear your Ringo impression. Uh, That's another terrible sketch for another podcast. I play the drums. Wow, so British. Nothing like Ringo. Like in Popstar, when he's like, he's making a song about gay marriage. It's legal now. That's pretty good. That's better than the first one. All right, continue. Sorry, Brie. It's okay. Uh, So this sketch was uh, written in the uh, second floor of the Stemsrud on a very hot summer day. It was really hot in there, I remember. And uh, we were talking about Reefer Madness, and I remember kind of wanting to do something about, like, these crappy VHS videos that you would see in, like, health class when you're in, like, seventh grade. I I really wanted to make, like, parodies of those because I thought those were hilarious. Uh, When I was going uh, into... Like, middle and high school, it was, like, late 2000s. And, like, during that time period, I don't know if this is still the case in high schools, but they would roll out the TV and the VHS player. And oh, yeah. Like, stick it in. And <laughs> they would uh, play this video of that was made by adults in clearly, like, a Christian organization from – but it was, like, in the 80s and ni- late 80s, early 90s. And so they were trying to be cool for the teens of that period who were not the teens of my period. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm sure it wasn't cool back in those days either. And it, it's still not cool. <laughs> so uh, this is Say Nope to Dope. Woo! Say Nope to Dope by Garrett Dryden, Colin McRae, Sean Kirkpatrick, and Bree Zender. <laughs> but mostly Bree Zender. <laughs> but all of Bree Zender. Hey, Johnny, sit down. Let's rap. Tubular, Jimmy. Did you see that new Paul Abdul music video on the MTV? Oh, yeah. That jam was fly. It sure was. Do you know what, you, <laughs> do you know what would make her music sound even better? 
I don't know. What? <laughs> Dope. Time out. Hi, I'm three-time hurdling bronze medalist Bob the Gazelle Greenberg. Jimmy's in a tough spot. Johnny here just offered him a marijuana cigarette. You may know it from its street names like weed, hemp, funky sprouts, pot, chiba, devil's blossom, or Mexican crabgrass. What Jimmy doesn't know is how dangerous this controlled substance can be. What would you do in this situation? A, take the marijuana, B, don't take the marijuana, or C, walk away and tell a responsible adult. That's right, C. Walk away and tell a responsible adult. Let's take a look at what Jimmy decides to do. I don't know, Johnny. I've never tried a marijuana cigarette before. <laughs> never? Gosh, that's a shame. Mary Jane is rad. Hmm, I guess I'll give it a try. Whoa, guys, take five. Uh-oh, Jimmy just made a real unintelligent decision. He wasn't informed of the dangerous facts about marijuana. This may seem like an unimportant decision to Jimmy, but smoking marijuana only once will affect the rest of your life. Mmm, this marijuana cigarette is delicious. Uh. <coughs> Are you okay? I don't feel so good. Give me another marijuana cigarette. I think I might be addicted to dope. <laughs> I remember when I first tried the groovy green. Now I can't stop either. That's right. One of the dangers of marijuana is immediate addiction. Addiction is a really difficult disease to get over. It can happen after just one single marijuana. They can't stop smoking marijuana cigarettes. What will Jimmy and Johnny do 10 years from now when they have a family? Jimmy and Johnny entering carrying babies smoking. A sign is held up saying 10 years later. Oh, hey, Johnny. Hey, Jimmy. How's your baby doing? I have a baby? Well, you have one in your hands. <laughs> oh, whoops. I forgot that I even had a baby because of these marijuana cigarettes. Marijuanas make me so <coughs> lazy. Maybe I should go to work. Aw, shucks. I forgot that I got fired from my job last... <laughs> Me too. I used to do things like such as baseball trading cards and tennis. But now all I can do is have intercourse out of wedlock and smoke the Jolly Green Giant. I think I'm going to die soon. I just hope my baby doesn't get addicted to the sweet, sweet smoke. And now... Oh, I am dead. Suddenly dies. Marijuana cigarettes are too expensive for me to have since I don't have a job. I have to rob banks to get the money to support my deadly habit. Speaking of deadly... Guys. Look at Jimmy and Johnny now. They are dead. Marijuana cigarettes did this to them. The hopes and dreams are now gone. Marijuana deaths are the number one killer of Americans. Taken from a study conducted by the BS Institutes. I even had to quit the Olympics because of my marijuana cigarette addiction. I never got my gold medal, but I got help and went to a rehabilitation center to cure my illness. I was one of the lucky ones. Now I just have a drinking problem. Marijuana addiction and or marijuana death could easily happen to you. So next time, think twice about giving the Shiba Shiba a try. 
Now let's check back in with Johnny and Jimmy. Let's look at how this situation could have been handled a little differently. Jimmy and Johnny are in the present. Say, Jimmy, how about we do some pot? I don't know, Johnny. I've heard you can die from smoking marijuana cigarettes. Smiles to the camera. Thumbs up. Fine, then. Suit yourself. Starts smoking. Maureen, Johnny's girlfriend, walks on stage. Oh, hey, Johnny. What are you doing, Maureen? No, that's supposed to be... Oh, wait. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just trying out my new blades. Points to the rollerblades she is now holding. (laughs) What are you doing, Johnny? I'm smoking joints, babe. Want to try? Ew, gross. I don't go steady with marijuana cigarette heads. Are you breaking up with me? Yes. (laughs) Hey, Jimmy, what are you doing this weekend? I was thinking about hitting up the cosmic bowling rink. Do you want to go with me? Of course I would, as long as we practice abstinence. We'll learn about abstinence in video cassette number eight. For now, kids, remember to say nope to dope. It's not fly to be high. Marijuana makes you not care if you wanna have dreams. I'm Bob the Gazelle Greenberg, and this is Teaching Your Teens the Right Way, Episode 7. Blackout. <laughs> Was oh. it everything you remembered, Bree? <laughs> yeah, that's about it. It's, um... It, it kind of uh, it came, became a bit of a formula. I think another reason why I wrote this was just like I knew I was like kind of bad at writing, so like writing bad writing was easier for me. <laughs> oh, totally, yeah. It's bad, but it's not terrible. No, God, no. It was better than when Jacob met Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sean, one, go. one thing on Say Nope to Dope that I forgot about was so much of it was about our ridiculous over-the-top uh, acting and like mm-hmm. yes. performance um, because I forgot that there's basically no stage directions in that sketch. Um, and it, it might be worth uh, posting the photo that was the, like the promotion photo for the Stensrude from that sketch where we're in like hideous clothes that we found in the back of our closets. Um, <laughs> if I remember right, I'm wearing an American flag bow tie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best to find that. Uh, I will do my best. Let's it go. ran in the local paper. Like it was, oh. we thought we were a big deal with that sketch. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. This was kind of the first like really big, funny sketch that everyone really it went over very well in the audience. And I remember being like, we can do this. Yeah. No, I definitely remember delusions of grandeur uh, at the Stensroot as well. The sketch is great. I loved it. But I also, every time we did like boy bra and people laughed, I was like, damn, can't wait to be on SNL in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I did have thoughts like that too. Uh, I, I work in public radio now. Yeah, I'm a preschool teacher currently. <laughs> uh, I'm in my underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Alex, let's read his sketch, Bear Grylls. Uh, yeah, I would love to intro this sketch, but I have no idea what it's about. I can't remember all i i mean i do know in my heart of heart that i think bear Grylls is one of the most ridiculous human beings that's ever existed nobody needs to drink camel shit Um, (laughs) (laughs) y'all laugh he did that on tv um so i i have no idea what this is about it's not going to be good because i was not good at writing sketches um so 
I, I also distinct, I do remember one part of this sketch of me attempting to put on a Bear Grylls' accent and it was horrific. Oh, but you I, have to do it. You That's have to try part. it. Yeah. Dude, I could, I can't do it. It's gonna, Just, it's gonna be so bad. Yeah, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta try, man. That's part of the charm. Yes, that's what makes it even worse. <laughs> the fact that you gave yourself an accent, even though you know you're bad at them. Yes, I, I did do that. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, so here's Bear Grylls. <clears throat> First of all, it says act one, scene one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to know, was that just because in the screenwriting app you were using, that was like the automated, this is what it says. Yeah. And you right just about okay. that. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay, act one, scene one. Bear runs onto stage, does some sweet roles and general action stuff, while adventure slash inspirational slash survival slash Hans Zimmer slash death metal slash hopeful music is playing. Cameraman sets up in the audience. I'm Bear Grylls, and welcome to Man vs. Wild. This week, <laughs> I'll show you how to survive in the harshest of environments. I'm deep in the Canadian wilderness. Uh, Bear, we aren't in Canada. This is Montana. Bear looks confused. In the U.S. It's a state. It's really big. Bear nods in agreement. All right, let's do this again. Action. I'm deep in the wild and untamed Montana wilderness where we will... But Bear, we aren't even in the woods yet. We just got to Missoula, a town. You insisted we started filming now. Seriously, do you not remember any of this? Of course, man with strange gun pointed at me. <laughs> it's a camera. <laughs> We go through this every time. Whatever. Action. I'm deep into the seemingly normal city of Missoula, where I'm going to show you how to get out safely. Cut. Okay, Bear, that was decent intro, but... Action. I've been a member of the Royal Air Force for a long time, <laughs> and I've been in many survival situations. I've done Black Ops missions. I think I haven't. I, where I shot Osama Bin Laden. Also, no. I slid down a metal slide on a hot summer day in shorts. How is that relevant? <laughs> I also broke into Buckingham Palace and defiled my beloved queen's bedroom. Bear, please, <laughs> stay on task. But I have never encountered a more desperate survival situation than this so-called farmer's market. I'm not in any present danger, but to show you what to do in a dangerous situation, I'm going in this harsh environment. First, I'll start by drinking my own piss. Bear begins to unzip his pants like he is going to drink his own piss. Cut, cut, Bear. Do not drink your own piss yet. We have to wait for the right moment. I once held my pee for six straight months. That is physically <laughs> impossible. Action! Andy walks by with a dog. Here we have a local trying to wrangle a wild animal. I'll put myself in danger to show you not how to subdue this wild animal. Bear starts to wrestle the leash out of Andy's hand while Andy protests. A small scuffle breaks out until Bear throws the dog off stage. Shit, man. What in God's name is wrong with you? Andy runs off stage after his dog. We have very good lawyers. Bear, that was excellent. Uh, but maybe not try to piss off the locals, okay? Did somebody say piss. Starts to unzip <laughs> pants. Bear, stop. Hey. Bear continues to unzip his pants slowly. No, 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 no. Bear continues to hey. unzip. Bad, bad. Put your pants back on. We have to save this special shot. I once fashioned pants from the skin of an armadillo. <laughs> what? Action. Here, we have something in all my years of surviving that I have never seen. Stella walks on stage with beer. What is this beverage called craft beer? 
I'm assuming I'm woman. Uh, yeah, you're Stacy. Uh, it says Stella and then Stacy and then. Okay. The, yeah. yeah, you you play the woman. Yes. <laughs> but I'm assuming so. <laughs> Hi, please have a taste of our new IPA. We have won many beer awards for its hoppy blend of hops and hops. Bear takes a swig. Oh, that is disgusting. It's probably the hops. Did I mention there are hops in there? Like so much hops. Fred walks on with kale. God, that was awful. I've eaten camel shit and that was worse. I need something to get the flavor out of my mouth. You, sir, give me some of that leafy leaf thing. (laughs) It has to be better than that. Bear takes a bite, spits it out. Oh, Jesus. What is that now? It's kale, a superfood that has been around for millions of years. It has so many natural vitamins. Cut. God above, cameraman. We need to sweeten those up in a commercial break, okay? Bear, this is these people's culture. Are you telling me that they eat and drink <laughs> this stuff on purpose? Hey, we have won a lot of awards. Yeah, at least my food doesn't have any GMOs. I don't know what those are, but this stuff is disgusting. And I drank my own piss. What was that? Did someone say piss? Starts to unzip. Here, <laughs> hey, no, no. There, Jesus, something is coming. Action. Good God, what in the hell is that thing? Bear pulls Stacy and Fred down as if they are hiding. John, a huge, huge hipster, unclear if it's the amount of hipster or the size of the man. <laughs> a huge, huge hipster walks on stage. That? That's just a hipster. They are all over here. Why does it look like a hobo? It's trendy right now. Why does it smell so bad? <laughs> they only wash with vegan water, which isn't real. Will it make a good meal for survival? What? what? I'm going to show you how to take down a hipster <laughs> and eat one for survival reasons. Bear jumps out. John turns around. Every second, an acre of the rainforest is destroyed. Oh, the injustice. John dies. Now for a little seasoning. Unzips pants, blackout. <laughs> God damn it, dude. I fucking... <laughs> I did not, I literally could, did not remember the amount of references I made to drinking my own piss. <laughs> lot, lots of those. Yeah, that was great. Uh, it holds up it better than I expected. It, like, it, had a, it had a trend of uh, intensity. Uh, hmm. I, yeah, and just the amount of, uh, did someone say piss? I remember laughing <laughs> at that a lot back in 2014. <laughs> Uh, I think there's an interesting concept buried in that sketch. Yeah. Uh, like Bear, Bear Grylls encountering hipsters and like treating that as, you know, a wilderness experience. It's just the piss execution. Is- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, do, I do respect the uh, uh, voice, the commitment to the accent. Also, yeah, that you did there, Alex. For anybody listening that ever listens to this, the amount of fucking spelling mistakes in that was incredible. <laughs> oh my God. It was remarkable. One time Alex sent me a sketch, and uh, the person in it was saying, this is ludicrous, uh, as in crazy, but Alex, Alex, sorry, Alex spelled it the same as the rapper ludicrous, L-E-D-A-C-R-I-S. <laughs> and I was like, does ludicrous show up, or what's happening here? <laughs> All right, Sean, uh, you want to do the blow pop commercial? Oh, yeah, let's do the blow pop commercial. Um, So this 
was a play that I did in 2016 called No Refunds. The concept of the play was that it was a sketch show set in the post-apocalypse. There are a couple through lines. And one of the through lines that got cut before we actually put it on stage was this series of fake commercials that I did. Uh, and this one is the most base level joke uh, possible. Um, and it also fits into this theme of Jacob and Alex having a homoerotic relationship. So, uh, <laughs> what became subtext, uh, what started as subtext, has become text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, slight plug: uh, no refunds is available on my website and on Vimeo. So, if you want to watch the final product that doesn't have this commercial, you can. What's your website, Sean? SeanKirkpatrick dot work. Oh, thanks. I'll go look it up now. <laughs> Okay, let's get on with this. I didn't say you guys could plug your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Commercial, blow pop. A beautiful park, a little girl is frolicking, playing, having the time of her life. She skips up to her mother, who is sitting on the bench reading reading a magazine. Mommy, mommy. Yes, dear? Blow me. What? Blow me. Blow me, mommy. Oh, you... The mother reaches into her purse and pulls out a blow pop candy pop and hands it to the little girl. Smash cut to two bros, Alex and Jacob, hanging out, playing video games. Oh man, this game is getting me all worked up. Yeah, me too. Do you think, do you think you could blow me? Right now? Yeah, man, blow me. Bro two leans over and his head goes to bro one's lap. Bro one leans back and sighs and pleasure as bro two's head bobs up and down a couple times then bro two comes up with a blow pop between his teeth bro one unplucks it from his mouth thanks man <laughs> anytime their eyes meet a moment then the slow bass line of a porno film begins to play i love you man oh, i love you too they begin to lean in i've never done this before let me teach you They lean in to kiss, just as their lips are about to meet. Smash cut to blow pops arranged on a table. Blow pop, blow me! Blow pop logo, superimposed, fade to black. (laughs) Sean, I almost just stole my line from the other sketch where I'm like, I've never touched my penis before. (laughs) I mean, it's basically the same joke, so... Blow me. First of all, thank you for sharing, Sean. I appreciate it. Yes, that is uh-huh. a very Sean Kirkpatrick sketch. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Blow me. I, I love the classic, like, fourth beat, you know? Like, it's like, or maybe it's the third, because you got the little girl and the mom, and then you got the blow pop reveal, and then the actual homoeroticism. <laughs> I like it's, it. Again, it's the base level joke. Like, yeah. it, it, it literally, I think, was started from a note that I wrote like half awake where I just put blow pop, blow me. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best notes, dude. Uh, that's how beard contest came about. I woke mm. up from a dream and I typed in everything that I had dreamt. And what you see on the screen is what I dreamt. It's super strange. <laughs> well, I love your dreams then. Cause yeah. I love that sketch. <laughs> great, great sketch. Well, you, you won't love this next one. It's called man boobs. Uh, <laughs> and I wrote it for a sketch collective in Los Angeles called Night Pants. 
And I was just trying so hard to get a sketch made there. I wrote tons and tons of sketches. I've also had man boobs most of my life and I was self-conscious about them. I no longer am, but uh, this was kind of, you know, putting the power back in, in my hands. So this was written almost three and a half years ago. Uh, man boobs. Man boobs by Jacob Godby. <laughs> Exterior, sidewalk, day. Clara walks quickly and talks on her phone. This is unacceptable. I booked those rooms over a month ago. (laughs) Sorry, Bri, I didn't mean to make you a Karen in the first line. (laughs) She approaches an intersection. The light changes from red to green. She walks into the street. Interior, car, day. Driver texts his girlfriend and doesn't see Clara. Exterior, sidewalk, day. Tommy exits a coffee shop and sees that Clara is about to be roadkill. Look out! Clara sees the car and screams. Ah! A flash. Clara opens her eyes. Tommy crouches in front of the car, shirtless. His man boobs stop the car dead in its tracks. Clara runs up to Tommy. Thank you so much for saving me. As long as you're okay. She tantalizes a man boob with a finger. What else do those do? Tommy circles his nipples with his fingers, and he and Clara disappear. The driver (laughs) of the car stares in disbelief. Interior bedroom, night. Clara and Tommy appear in Clara's bedroom. Candles flicker. Tommy pops open a bottle of wine with his tit and serves <laughs> Clara. Oh, your man boobs have so many skills. Tommy grabs an unlit candle from the nightstand. He presses it to his nipple and it lights up. <laughs> Clara downs her entire cup of wine. Let's do this. Sexy music. Interior, bed, night. Tommy and Clara kiss. He moves down to perform cunnilingus. Clara orgasms. (laughs) God damn it. That was so fast. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Tommy squeezes one of his breasts and winks at the camera. Fade to Tommy and Clara have sex in the cowgirl position. (laughs) But Tommy is on top. Clara squeezes his man boobs. I get it now. <laughs> Fade to a close-up of a man boob being caressed by a tongue. <laughs> 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 oh, girl. I'm so sad. Fade to <clears throat> interior, bed, night. Clara is asleep. Tommy's arm wrapped around her. Tommy looks at her. He circles his nipples and <laughs> teleports. <laughs> Interior pharmacy at night. Plan B on the counter. Checker rings it up. They give a suspicious look to Tommy. He's shirtless. $49.99. Tommy rolls his eyes and presses his man poof up to the credit card swiper. It approves. (laughs) Checker hands him the plan B. Thanks. Tommy circles his nipples and teleports away. Checker is frozen in awe. Cut to black. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> what is this? Like, like super realistic. In, like the, the um, <laughs> it was very practical in terms of, uh, <laughs> I'm sure tech. Oh yeah, yeah. Could have been filmed real easily. Yeah, super uh, easy. <laughs> I've always You'd liked... burn your nipples a little bit with that lighting <laughs> trick, but... <laughs> I've always liked the idea of banal superpowers. Like, sure, he can teleport and stop cars, <laughs> but he can also use it as a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
why did you have me read stage directions? <laughs> Alex, what were you going to say? <laughs> oh, I'm just very confused. I have so many questions. Like, is his titty just used as a credit card, but he still has to fund the credit card and pay his credit card bill? Or is his titty some... Or is this titty some unlimited source of money? Because that's a superpower. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't have any idea what I, that was the second draft too. <laughs> oh my God. So how did this play over uh, with, when it comes to night pants? Uh, it's that kind of sketch that's way funnier if you have an, a relationship established with someone like we do. Yeah. You're laughing at it because I wrote it. Uh, uh-huh. So they didn't laugh. <laughs> we didn't, I didn't really know them that well. So uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Hmm. I bet if you brought this at the end of your time in LA, it, it would have been a much bigger hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I so, don't hate you it. Definitely, don't you hate definitely it came in too early with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was one of the earlier ones that I brought. Uh, so that's why it failed. Uh, I want to preface the next sketch as sometimes I like to write sketches that just make Alex sweat. You know, they're really weird on purpose. They make him do weird things on purpose. Uh, the sketch where a puppet licks his butthole it comes to mind. Um, <laughs> that went so well. Great that was a sketch. Su- that was a, yeah, that was a successful sketch. Yeah. Yeah. The next one is a bad example of this. Um, where Alex gets to play a dolphin. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, it's called Bobby the Dolphin, and um, I re- definitely remember writing it for a Ginger's on Ice show uh, when we performed in 2018, so this is almost two years old. Uh, yeah, I, I vaguely remember this sketch. Yeah, and so uh, it did not get used. We ended up picking <laughs> other better sketches. So, uh, yeah, this is Bobby the Dolphin. And, Alex, I don't want you to say the words dolphin noise. I want you to make dolphin uh, noise. Obviously, I'm not going to say the word dolphin noise. <laughs> okay, gosh. Thank, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, I'll read stage directions. So, uh, <clears throat> Bobby the Dolphin. Exterior, dolphin tank, day. Trevor Cummins. <laughs> Boy with pet dolphin. Speaks to his dolphin friend, Bobby. Alex, wearing a few fins. Oh, Bobby, you're the best pet dolphin a boy could have. Trevor hugs Bobby. One more rehearsal, and I'm sure to win Sally's heart. With your help, of course. (laughs) A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Start music. Trevor and Bobby dance in sync. Oh, Sally, dear, my heart is true. For your love, I'd swim the ocean blue. If your body is the sea, let me be the boat. Bobby slaps his fins together. End music. Bobby and Trevor end on a pose. Bobby, that was great, but... (laughs) (laughs) I can't help but wonder if Sally will be able to understand your line of the song. I spent a lot of time on the lyrics, and I think you kind of just sound like a dolphin. You're right. I'm sorry, Bobby. Of course I'll give you a second chance. Start music. Trevor and Bobby dance in sync. Oh, God, I didn't realize they were singing in this one. (laughs) Oh, Sally, dear, my heart is true. For your love, I'd swim the ocean blue. If your body is the sea, let me be the boat. (laughs) Bobby doesn't end in the pose. Trevor is offended. 
Oh, come on, Bobby. You threw that on purpose. Bobby turns his head. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby, don't be a blowhole. I'm going to sing the last line. You're doing a great job of the dance. You just do that, okay? <laughs> Two, three, four. Start music, Trevor and Bobby dance in sync. Oh, Sally, dear, my heart is true. I forget everything I've done. For your love, I'd swim the ocean blue. If your body is the sea, let me be the boat. And together <laughs> we'll float. <laughs> Bobby, what the hell? Trevor slaps Bobby. Bobby slaps Trevor. Oh, it's on, Dolphin Brains. Bobby leaps from the tank onto Trevor, and they writhe around on the floor. Though they both make fighting noises, we mostly only hear Bobby. (laughs) Finally, Bobby gets on top of Trevor. Fine, Bobby. Speak your mind. (laughs) Oh. I didn't realize you loved Sally, too. That's my fault, Bobby. You're a good dolphin. <laughs> Agreed. We'll split the song and let Sally decide who, which one of us she wants. Bobby gets back in his tank. <laughs> Start oh, music. <laughs> oh, Sally, dear, my heart is true. <laughs> if your body is the sea, let me be the boat. <laughs> End music. They end on the same pose. Boy, Bobby. Sally's going to love that song so much she won't know that it came out of your blowhole or hers. The end. (laughs) What is that line? (laughs) Last line, really. I have no idea, man. I I forgot about it until right now. That sketch wasn't bad enough to be funny, but it wasn't good enough to be funny either. (laughs) I think it's a great... You have someone who's good at Dolphin noises, like, right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great example of pimping, you know, when you make <laughs> someone else do something for your own amusement. Yeah. <laughs> also, animal abuse, and then yeah. animal abusing right back. Yeah. yeah, and there's no, like, actual written jokes. The only joke is, ha, I'll explain dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more of mine, and then we'll, uh, I'll share the spotlight a little bit. This is the, uh, this is a St. Jude's commercial. Um, so I wrote this for the Gingers on Ice pilot that we made. I wrote this commercial and I wrote the Home Depot commercial. And ultimately we went with the Home Depot commercial. You'll probably see why after we read this. It's, it's a pretty obvious reason why, but I feel like at some point I was fighting for this to be in the show. Uh, cause I, <laughs> I really enjoyed it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, it's been a little while though. Uh, so we'll see if I've had a change of heart. So I've updated this since. This is the most updated version from about two years ago, but the original is like four years old. Mm. So uh, Sean and Bree, whenever you're ready, take it away. St. Jude's Animal Abuse Commercial by Jacob Godby. (laughs) (laughs) Super. Every hour an animal is beaten or abused. A Sarah McLachlan song begins. Stock footage of beaten cats and dogs. Number and info at the bottom of the screen, 1-888-605-4375-BCSPCA-WWW.BeTheAnswer.CA. I put that in there so I remembered to put it in if we were going to make the video. Well, I read it anyways. Because those are the real, that's the real info, right? That is the real info, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
please call the number on your screen or go online and bless these animals with a monthly gift. For just $18 a month, you'll rescue animals from their abusers, provide medical care, food, shelter, and love. Call in the next 30 minutes, and you can also sponsor a child at St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Stock footage of kids with cancer. Oh, geez. <laughs> Children with cancer have a long fight ahead of them. Every day, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital fights alongside them and is often the best hope these children have for another tomorrow. For just $19 a month, you can help continue the fight against childhood cancer. Stock footage of kids with cancer playing with dogs. <laughs> and when you call in the next 30 minutes and use the promo die for you Super promo code die for you You'll sponsor a dog and a child for just $30 a month. Stock footage of a non-stick pan. And if you use your Visa credit card to pay, we'll even throw in a Teflon non-stick pan. Just look at the way it handles eggs. The pan handles eggs very well. <laughs> A photoshopped photo of a kid with cancer holding a pan with eggs in it. <laughs> Call 1-888-605-4375. Use the promo code DIEFORYOU. And together, we can stop animal abuse, cure cancer, and stop having to rinse our pans before we put them in the dishwasher. Fade out. The if end. I remember right, I, the real reason we didn't do this is because we couldn't find the means necessary to. If we if we had the means to do this one, we would have done it. Yeah, I think it was. There's not a lot of stock footage uh, readily available of kids with cancer playing with dogs. Yeah, and I'm not and, about uh, to put a bald cap on some kids and then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nah, nope. 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 <laughs> Bree, was Concepts that as bad as you? There. Thought it was gonna logistics. Be. Yeah, I mean, the joke was in the right place. I think if you're if you're addressing like you know animal abuse and kids with cancer, like the joke <laughs> was not about them, which is yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's which about was, the commercial. <laughs> when you say bad sketches, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> what if she does? Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah, some of these, I, like I said, they they range on a spectrum of bad to good, but never great. <laughs> uh, Bree, the next sketch is yours. It is. Yeah, Pinamania. Pinamania. So this is the first sketch I ever wrote, ever. Um, and uh, this one did not go as well as Say Nope to Dope. <laughs> uh, it was like a Zoe De Chanel Pinterest parody. I was trying to just make fun of like craft culture, basically. Uh, it's a bit of a self-parody at that time. I had Zoe D haircut. I still kind of do. It's pink now, um, which is probably even more so <laughs> self-parody. Um, yeah, so th this is a Panamania. I don't remember what, what voice I used, so I'm just going to do a, a voice. <laughs> Sounds good. What's that? Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Let me clarify that. Yeah, no, I just derailed it to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Salutations and welcome to Panamania, the only do-it-yourself television show on Missoula Public Television, sponsored by Pinterest. I'm Katie Smith, but you can call me Caroline Wallingford because it sounds more vintage. <laughs> With me is today's featured local indie band, Bear and the Pumpkin Spice Lattes. Bear and the Pumpkin Spice Lattes would like you to know that the lattes and their names come from local fair trade coffee shops. 
we here at Pinterest do not support evil corporate giants like Starbucks. Thanks for having us on, Carolyn. This here is a single off our record, Kale Nostalgia. Band begins playing bad, upbeat, ukulele, guitar, xylophone music, softly. Sounds pretty funky there, Bear. Now today's segment is one that has been highly anticipated by our viewer audience. We use them for various basic human needs. But today, we are going to explore all the ways you can use this miracle product. What I'm talking about, of course, is the mason jar. Takes out a mason jar from under the table. Ooh. Bear and the pumpkin spice lattes go back to playing music. I know, right? If you haven't hopped on the mason jar trend train yet, you better pretty fast. Normally, mason jars are known for things such as canned peaches, beans, and pickles. But here at Pinterest, we take a more creative approach. For an example, come up on stage, Aspen. He's our Pinamedia intern. Aspen walks on stage carrying a plastic cup of lemonade, smiling. Just look at how stupid this lemonade looks in Aspen's hands. You look like a dumbass with that plastic cup, Aspen. What do you think, Bear and the Pumpkin Spice Lattes? Wow, I know. Yeah, he totally does. Such a dumbass. So stupid. General agreeing statements ad-libbed. What? Look, I get it. Lemonade is super delicioso. But look, you look so stupid drinking it out of a regular cup. Aspen, we can fix you. All we need to do is take your lemonade and pour it into a mason jar. Pours, Pours in a mason jar, adds lemon and star. Straw. Add a lemon slice. <laughs> so it looks like you squeeze the juice yourself. Whispers. What? Oh, you know. But we all know you really bought it at the good food store. And add a straw, and then bam. Hands lemonade back to Aspen. Oh my God, he's so much more attractive. I really want to have sex with him now. So rustic. I know, right? Thanks, Mason Jar. Just look at all that Except power. lemonade. <laughs> just look at all that power in just a little glass jar. Another thing you can do with a Mason Jar is to put stuff in it. You can put anything on it, as long as it fits in the Mason Jar. My favorite things to put in mason jar are candles, flowers, colored pencils, trail mix, my taxidermy supplies, stationery, feathers, carrot juice, hairs, this is too many. <laughs> <laughs> the hairs of the guy I was stalking last week, cocaine, etc., etc., etc. I even keep pepper spray in there. I call it mason, mason jar. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Guys, mason jars just can't be stopped. But don't take it from me. Take it from my grandma. Please welcome our special guest, Master Mason Jar expert, Grandma Luann. Katie, why did you bring me here? Gosh, these lights are really bright. Grandma, I go by Caroline now. I'm not Katie anymore. You're not Madonna, Katie. Never mind, Grandma. I brought you here to talk mason jars with me. What's your experience with mason jars? Well, I use them so I can eat my peaches even in the winter. I can them myself. And? Katie, I don't know what else you want me to say. You don't do anything else with meats and jars? Well, when I was growing up, we used them so that we could survive through the winter. <laughs> Canning food would help us. Did you decorate them at least? Well, we wrote peaches on them. <laughs> and that's it? Yes, dear. Grandma, if you didn't have anything interesting to say about mason jars, I just think you should leave. Well, fine. Wait. Wait, I just want to give you a surprise. I thought it would be a good idea to do a makeover for Grandpa. Your grandfather's dead. 
I know. I just thought his spring was just so, eh. So I made it better. Takes out a mason jar full of her grandfather's ashes. Lady, what the hell did you do? I wanted to do Grandpa a favor. He's adorable now. (laughs) You can't do that. I did. Katie, that is so disrespectful. I'm leaving, and I expect Grandpa's ashes to be back in his urn by tonight. Grandma leaves. Sorry about that, folks. My point was, you can live forever if you want to, in a mason jar. (laughs) Well, we just have a little bit of time left on our show. Anything to add, Aspen? I do have this one little tip to liven up your lemonade. Takes a pinch of Grandpa's ashes and sprinkles it on top of his lemonade. Takes sip. Blackout. Oh, boy. I I thought some of that held up really well. Yeah, I think like a lot of it is still relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it has too many words, but other than that, yes, solid. there's too many examples when I say things. <laughs> but the grandpa's at, or mason jar is like, he's adorable now. That was funny, I like that. Yeah. That was a good joke, Bree, and you need four white males to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your sketches with us, Bree. You're, you're welcome. Uh, Sean, you have the next one, our penultimate sketch. Ooh, pressure. Uh, Just the Tip is the name of this sketch. Uh, It is a fashion advice show that started because I had an acting professor who said that he was just going to give us, I'm just going to give you the tip, the acting tip. So Just the Tip is a fashion advice show that we did we did, I think, three or four of them, surprisingly. Like, it was a recurring mm-hmm. sketch that was basically... Mostly improvised, as far as I can remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how this will go over orally, because a lot of the humor came from the hideous clothing that we were wearing, and... So let's, uh, just, let's describe our clothes. Yeah, I was wearing uh, shiny gold booty shorts and a <laughs> floral tank top with, if I remember right, a, like hideous handkerchief and like a glowing like a hat with that had like these lights in it that would like sparkle uh and now you still use that handkerchief but as a mask to go outside now mm-hmm. yeah and i wore like a big kind of russian style fur hat on top of my head that it kind of sat up like on the top of my head it didn't really like go down at all it was just there and then I had sunglasses that I wore on the tip of my nose and I kind of looked up and looked down at people through the sunglasses and I had like a big black coat and kind of put my, my shoulders up and folded my hands like this in kind of like a very fashion way. (laughs) I don't remember Sean's outfit, but I absolutely remember yours. (laughs) (laughs) Thick hat on top of your head with like the tail coming off the back. Yeah, that was probably, I have a picture of it, and it's still kind of, it's, it's very fashion. <laughs> it was a good look. Well, you two ready to jump in? Let's do it. Just the Tip by Sean Kirkpatrick. Max and Maxine sit in chairs. They are dressed stylishly. There is a third chair empty for their guest. Hello, and welcome to Just, Just the, the tip. tip, a fashion advice show where we give you Just, Just the, the Tip. tip. As always, I'm your host, Max, and yes, that is a second X you are hearing. And this is my lovely sister and co-host, Maxine. Hello. 
a pause as Max waits for more from Maxine. Let's bring on today's guest, Garrett. Garrett enters awkwardly. He doesn't know what to do. Max and Maxine stare at him. Max gestures to the chair. Garrett doesn't get it. Set. Garrett plops into the chair. Hello, Garrett. Hello, hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. A moment as Max and Maxine analyze Garrett. So are you going to... Never have less than 30% of your body free of feathers. They sit for a moment. Garrett is confused. Uh, is, is that it? Hello. Yes. But why? Why? Why what? Why do you choose to wear those jeans that make you look like a lumpy potato? Why do you wear that beer shirt that screams, I don't care that I look like an inbred hick. Don't ask me why. I don't care why. Why anything? Why do we even bother when our obvious talent for fashion is wasted on plain plebeians like you? Fashion doesn't ask why. Don't ask me to justify it for you. You have to justify it for yourself. A pause. Um. I'm just gonna go. Yes. You do that. They watch as Garrett leaves. Thank you for watching. This has been Just Just the the Tip. tip, A fashion show where we give you Just Just the the tip. Tip. Beat. Oh, and coming up next is Balls Deep, an in-depth expose on McDonald's playsets. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Bree, I totally forgot about your character, and, so, and then you said, hello, and I was like teleported back to 2014. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the, my, a really fun character to play. It kind of, I don't really remember how we came up with it. Well, but I remember I, just, it just kind of happened really organically. I wanted to say, Sean, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but your little, your long sort of quote-unquote monologue in the middle there was maybe just a monologue you wrote so that you could directly make fun of this person that I knew who was playing the person of Garrett. Oh, who no, was a real person, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> in the sketch. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely was. And so if he is listening to this, I'm sure he figured it out because kind of... <laughs> That He's not dumb, yeah. Yeah, that absolutely was just sort of dressing him down on stage <laughs> for the audience um, each week. Uh, and yeah, I did not read that before sending it to Jacob, did not reread that. And I forgot that that was part of it. And so when we got to it, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, this was kind of a mean sketch. <laughs> kind of mean to one specific person. But he did. I mean, we did do this to several people as well. That's true. I, I think everybody in our sketch group was the person getting dressed down in the sketch. Yes. I remember right. Yeah. I like it. I remember you ended one of them by singing a song about, like, you suck, you suck so much, or something like that. Oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, do yeah. it. Sing it. No, I don't remember how it goes, but I do remember the, I know. Jo- the joke. <laughs> you became... suck. You suck so much. You suck. <laughs> You suck so much, or something like that. And then I remember, like, I was like, I was quiet the whole time, but I was like, kind of dancing like this. And then I was like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> it was just just another in my long line of works that are me directly saying fuck you to the audience uh saying give me your money but also fuck you <laughs> don't enable me uh, speaking of enabling i appreciate you all being here today uh we have one left and it's a doozy i purposely saved it for the end because uh, I don't know. It's not the worst thing I've ever written, but it's up there. It's just, it's bizarre. It's probably the most, it's it's the most recent one of these, isn't it? It is of, the of most our, recent yeah. one. Yeah, this was August of 2018. I don't remember why I wrote it, who I wrote it for. Sometimes you just have a bad idea and you got to get it out there so the good ones can flow. You know what I mean? I remember waking up one morning, or maybe it was late at night, and Jacob sending me an email like, hey, I wrote something. Can you check it out? And no context. So that's how we should go into this. Yeah. It's called Vaping Voyagers. Um, Bree, you're Celeste, and I'm Michael, and we're really excited. You know, like, oh, hey, kids, we're going to talk to you about vaping. Okay. So it's kind of like, oh, it's 80s PSA style. Okay. Yeah. And just, just as high energy as possible because uh let me tell you the laughs they just don't stop coming <laughs> <laughs> all right ready yeah vaping voyagers v1 by jacob godby exterior college campus day celeste 45 stares into the camera do you believe in that oh sorry yeah go for it <laughs> Do you believe in magic? We widen to see Celeste and her son, Michael, 22, dressed as bad superheroes. My name is Michael, and this is my mom, Celeste, and we are the Vaping Voyagers. Super Vaping Voyagers. Join us as we perform vaping magic on my son's college campus. They jump off screen. Exterior college library, day. Celeste and Michael see several students vaping in front of the library. They address the camera. Here's a pack of wild teens enjoying the vape stick. Let's watch my mom do one of her patented tricks. Celeste walks over to the students, Chris, Angelo, and Kelly. Hello, youngins. I see you're partaking in a vape pen. Yep. Angelo takes a hit. Some awkward silence. I'm jonesing real bad for a cloud fix. Mind if I take a hit? Angelo passes it to Kelly, who takes a hit. Whatever. She hands it to Celeste. Now watch this vivacious vape disappear. She swallows the vape pen. <laughs> hey, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, that was my vape. Anybody got the sniffles? She reaches him to kiss Chris's nose and pulls out the vape pen. It's covered in snot. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly looks into camera. She's losing it. Angelo and Chris are unimpressed. Covered my pen in snot, bitch. <laughs> Celeste does. <laughs> <laughs> Celeste thumbs up the camera. Let's check in with Michael. Exterior, campus yard, day. <laughs> Michael finds a Brad under, the, under a tree, reading a book. Michael looks into camera. Excellent! An unsuspecting bookworm. Brad vapes as Michael approaches. Excuse me, you look tired. The fuck is that supposed to mean? Do you mind if I borrow your vape for a second? Yes. Just give it to me real quick. <laughs> He reaches forward and snatches it out of Brad's hand. And with a few shakes and a crack of the knuckles, we have coffee. He pours a small Dixie, or he procures a small Dixie cup and pours coffee from the vape pen into the cup. He hands it to Brad. Dude, this is probably just my vape juice. He takes a sip. Holy shit, that is actually coffee. 
Enjoy. <laughs> Michael jumps off camera. Exterior bench day. <laughs> Michael and Celeste are together addressing the camera. You've seen us do individual tricks. I'm sorry, I know it's coming. <clears throat> but now it's time for the magical mother and son combo. <laughs> oh. There's no telling what can happen if we combine our powers. Let's go talk to the couple behind us. They move, and we see Rosa and Donald. They're both doing homework and vaping. Ahem, <laughs> young lovers. Do you mind if my son and I borrow your vapes? We would like to wow you with our amazing tricks. Sure. No. Come on, babe. She grabs his vape and hands both of them to Celeste. Without any further ado, here is our signature trick. It's called the stinker. <laughs> Celeste and Michael drop their pants. <laughs> <laughs> First, we insert the vape pens into our anuses. What? Then we rectally inhale. Holy fuck. <laughs> and then we let it rip. He and Celeste strain and then fart vapor clouds into Rosa and Donald. Jesus Christ, you are two sick fucks. Did you say you were mother and son? Keep the fucking vapes and your fucking stupid show. I'm going to puke. Michael and Celeste, still squatting, high-five each other and smile to the camera. Join us next time on... Vaping Voyagers! Super Vaping Voyagers, cut to black. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like that you just kind of just go for it. You don't, like, hint at it. You just kind of go for it. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no, there's no, like, build-up or anything. It's like, <laughs> oh, these are two kind of stupid tricks, and then, bam, we rectally inhale. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing, I guarantee, was built around... The statement rectally inhale. Jacob was like, How can I build an entire sketch around this, around two words? You're not wrong. I actually, what I thought of first was uh, farting a vape cloud, and then I had to build a sketch around it. Not had to, uh, did. did. Wanted to. Yeah, wanted yeah. to. I wanted to, yeah. Refused uh, not to. So that's our sketch show, everybody. Do you think we're ready for prime time? <laughs> Well, <laughs> we are we are doing this over Zoom, which SNL did last night. So this is or yeah, we have the same we have the same production value as SNL. So, I mean, I do remember one time saying live from Missoula. It's Saturday night. <laughs> terrible and a bad idea. But it's so cute. I kind of like that. That it's like you know. Live I had from hopes and dreams. Yeah, oh, me too, me too. It could still happen, Brie. Yeah, according to my grandma, I should just apply. <laughs> yeah, that's all you gotta do. Is that all it takes? You just send in your resume? Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> like, you should be on SNL. You should call them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much uh, for doing that and for sharing your sketches so it wasn't just a, a show about my sketches. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, thank you all for joining us. I love all of you, and I had a lot of fun. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks yeah, for, thanks for having us. I know you were trying to get, you know, you're trying to get a little more diversity in there. So I'm glad you could have uh, several more white people join you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's been a really great time, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm here to plug uh, SeanKirkpatrick.org. <laughs> <laughs> so give that a look. It's got some refunds on there. <laughs> Bree, do you want to plug anything or do you want this to stay as far away from your real life experiences as possible? 
Um, I mean, if anybody's really interested in my personal life, uh, who is a listener of KUNR, maybe they would listen to this. Uh, I, I'm, I host a morning show where I do none of this <laughs> on the radio. Not uh, yet. You, know? you just haven't had us call in yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, listen to Morning Edition if you're in Reno, or you can also stream us online everywhere if you're really into local news. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Alex, like- do you want to plug anything? Nope. I want to plug the podcast, uh, Ginger on Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and Alex's podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're listening to it now. Tell more people to listen to it. Uh, maybe not this episode, because it's going to be really long and a little aimless, but a lot of fun. Goodbye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Jacob and Alex's parents, who brought them into this world and have yet to take them out of it. See you next week.